Welcome back to another Tabernate Talks. We are with a very special guest here today. This is one I'm sure you guys know. I really am excited that he's here. Uh, you know, in this market, it's not easy to get real estate agents like him to come on only because you're so busy in a market where everybody says that they're dead. You go on social media and you see this guy pumping videos, doing his thing. You know, he's not worried about uh, all the naysayers and the, and the rates are high and all this stuff. You know, he's really uh, out doing his thing. Young guy, right? So he's not like a, an old veteran who's been in the business for 20, 30 years. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to bore you to death here and hear about how he wants to retire, right? <laughs> so he's, he's here to stay. Yep. I, I talked to him here for the show. <laughs> he doesn't sound like he's going anywhere, nope. right? So I don't think we have to worry about that. Marco DeGabriel. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Alex. No, I you're welcome. It. Uh, I want some background info on you because I want to know your, your, where you began, you know, what year you got into it, what made you get into it, and, yeah. then, and then let's take it from there. Sure. Okay. Uh, so I got into the business back in 2017, and um, when I first graduated from University of Delaware, yep. um, I was working at a small marketing and uh, web design startup. So completely different industry. Okay really nothing to do with real estate. Right. When I graduated, I knew I liked two things. One being, you know, uh, entrepreneurship. Yeah. Businesses. I like, I like online e-commerce stuff. Nice. So I went that route okay. with the, um, so you had a business background somewhere. I, I did. Yeah. I was an entrepreneurship and marketing major. So I always liked that type of thing. Right. But I, I liked real estate too. I had an interest in real estate ever since I was like, I don't know, probably in, seventh or eighth grade nice read rich dad poor dad and got nice. more into the okay. entrepreneurship right, right. Um, kind That's of big. mindset yeah so the webs uh web design startup didn't didn't really pan out the way that i was sure. hoping it would right um so i i was there as an intern and then um took a full-time position there and after about six months i rolled told told the owner, was like, this just isn't working out. I'm going to go and get my real estate license, moved to Philly with a couple buddies and really just dove right in full time. Took off from there. Yeah. And so what year did you start as a real estate agent? It was, so I believe 2017 was my first year, about six months. You I was got in agent. at a good time. Yeah. Right? It's a good market. It was a good market. Yeah, it was a good market. I, you know, I started doing a lot of open houses. Uh, I was new to the city. Right. Kind of got a pulse on what was going on as far yeah. as like, you know, I found See, I remember niche. 27, 2018 as being the beginning of, you know, it, it was a fresh market, right? There were deals yeah. being done. There were. There was inventory. There was. It was a great market because it right. was like there was there was a lot of buyer demand, yeah. but it wasn't yeah. like super low inventory either. So it was like things were just kind of yeah. moving. You yeah. Know? It was yeah. very nice. And uh, then you, the, the pandemic hit, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Right. Where were you then? So I was a solo agent. Um, I was basically had a personal brand, Life on Broad. We talked a little bit. Right. That's okay. kind of the yep. uh, MO that I was running well, let's, under. Let's go into that. So yeah. um, Marco runs a company called uh, Life on Broad. Yep. Right. So, you know, what I see interesting with a lot of the, uh, people like him is they have their own brands. 
okay? Correct. They have their own companies inside of a company, right? So, so KW or, or the Jim Roach team, which he works uh, closely yep. with, he uh, also is a director of- uh, Development. Development, yes, yep. right? So director of development, which is huge for his age, uh, and he uh, has his own brand. And it doesn't seem like these companies make him do what they want to do, right? He, they allow him to open these different things and, and run these own ventures on yep. his own. So tell us about Life on Broad. Yeah, so Life on Broad uh, was my original real estate lifestyle brand. Really, I wanted to create content to help people understand what the city had to offer. Okay. And basically, that was my real estate business, was Life on Broad. I you know, was kind of ramping it up myself. I was a solo agent. So when I came into the business, I wasn't on a team. You know, I was just straight up running doing your thing my own yep. thing and um that's how i started and then we talked about you know the pandemic hitting obviously yes. it, which was the end of the world it, for, it for was, all of us it was a few months well you know yeah. it is the pandemic hit us and uh you know we thought it was the end of the world right, right. real estate Felt was like shutting it. down yeah. and we couldn't leave our house and how could we go sell a house if we were in, stuck in our house yeah. as a mortgage guy you know you know in real estate in general you can work from home and still do this job, right? But the pandemic was a different level of not leaving your home. I mean, Alex, you just I, could never leave your home. I had the uh, yeah. I had the police call on me right, right. For, for opening <laughs> the door to a house. I swear to God. There you go. Right. Swear you couldn't it even was, go in. It was crazy. Like, just opening I, the door. Literally opening the door, going and sitting in my car with a yeah, mask, with mask on, on. and yeah. still got yeah. the cops called on. I mean, me. that's so, insane. It's crazy. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, during that time, it's like it was tough, tough and lonely. Yes. Solo agent. It's like you don't have right, no team, any or team or layers of support. You can't go into the office. So that's yeah. when, you know, Jim and I started talking. He had a need for someone who could help him to ramp up the new construction and development sales, okay. which was something that I was dabbling in. I I had connections with some of his now, clients. How many did he have on his team at that point when he brought you on? I want to say... Seven, uh, seven or eight people. Wow, yeah. so you're from the bottom. Pre yeah, pretty early. Oh, because on. I think he told me that yeah. he has something like forty, maybe fifty. Maybe? Yeah, we're in the forties. Right. Yeah, so definitely. seven. I think last year we were at at when we had the most we ever had was about fifty. That's awesome. I think we'll end this year around forty-five. Right. So you were at the bottom, basically. Yeah. 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 So I was early. Right. Yeah, which was cool. It's which been is cool, awesome. Cool to see the. That's what I mean. You sold the, yeah. the building, the yeah, growing for sure. Right. There was a lot of it. He's got to give you the piece of the action now. That's it. I'm going to talk to him. All right. Tell me, come on now. Let's step up, Jim. All right. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So, so pandemic passes. Yeah. You're rolling now with this team. You're feeling good, right? Um, you know, you, you, you're, you're putting it together. You're recruiting, obviously, because this thing didn't go from seven to 40 overnight. Yep. Um, you know, it was a gradual, I'm sure, uh, beginning. Um, you know, this, this industry, from what I'm seeing, has lost a hundred thousand agents since January now. Okay. Correct. Uh, it, it's breaking down to like, uh, every six or seven minutes we lose an agent. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay? Mortgage guys, unfortunately are falling off left and right. Some of my best friends that I've been in the business forever are, are, are leaving the business or, or aren't able to survive. And, and, you know, my heart goes out to them because I know a lot of these guys are hard workers. Um, but it's just the way that the, the industry is right now, you know, what do I, you know, I, I brought you on because with you being the director of, of sales and, and working with new agents, you know, how, how do I not become one of those statistics, yeah. you know, of people that can make it through here on what's going on? 
Yeah, I mean, so I've heard people throw around a lot that this is like a skills-based market. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard people I've heard. say that. I've heard many things. Yes. I, I, I honestly, I do think skills come into play right now, but I really think it's more so than anything just an action-based okay. market. Right. You know, the... Got to be aggressive. Yeah, the reality of the situation is like the pie has shrunk, right? The Big amount time. of deals happening Big is time. less. Correct. So if you want to maintain your level of income or just stick around and stay in the business, it's like you have to just double the amount of activities you're doing, okay. you know? So this past year, it's like I felt like I was working twice as hard as I had to work in order to basically sustain the same level of sure. business that right. I sustained in so years You're working past. double, possibly triple. Yeah, and so I, th I think we came out of a market where a lot of agents were kind of order takers. Yep. Um, I'm sure it was kind of the same on the same mortgage thing. side. It well, was sure, like when the rates are two and three percent, right? You're an order taker, right? right? When the rates are seven or eight percent, you got to work. Yeah, you got to work. You got to sell, and right. you got to really know your stuff. You got to know how to navigate and get creative. Correct. You know, with different back products. to basics. Yeah, back to a 2017 market. Right. Which, Which honestly was, was a great market. That's what I, I mean. It's just work. Yeah, it's just work. It wasn't falling in your lap. Right. You were had to market yourself. Well, at the the biggest downfall of the past two years, which obviously, you know, before rates really started to rise, was that the agents who got in got used to not having to really work a prospect. Yeah. yeah. And they never really gained those skills. And now it's like when that's all that really matters, there's a there's a learning curve that they haven't hit yet. Right. You know? Because they they don't know any better as to what it is to be in a market other than the pandemic market where the right. rates were two and three percent. Exactly. So, so, so what do, what do you, so you're saying work, right? Be aggressive. You know why I'm asking you this is because I get this uh, question every day, you know, from agents and from, from different uh, loan officers on what do I need to do to, to make it through this? You yeah. know, um, I told you before the show, I do think this market is a little bit uh, tougher than the 2008 market. If, and I'm going lightly there. Uh, you know, it's, it's been, you know, not easy. So, you know, I think to make it through, you got to really uh, block out the noise, get off the social media, do videos like he's doing, which we're going to get to. I mean, yeah. you know, he's doesn't seem like he's sitting on social media all day, you know, saying, oh, you know, well, this is the gloom and doom. He's out doing his videos in every neighborhood in the city, telling buyers what they're missing, right? Showing them new listings they probably don't know about because their agent is MIA right now. Yeah. You know, half of them aren't answering the phones, which I'm not going to get into communication <laughs> this week. I did that last week. But, you know, where are they? Yeah. Right. So, you know, and he's probably cleaning house. So, I mean, with the social media stuff, like, I, I'll never forget someone said to me, like, you're either a creator or you're a consumer. Right. So it's like. You got to be I, the creator. And I had that mindset shift because, listen, there's been times where I've been the consumer. And it's like if you're sitting on Instagram or Facebook and you're not using it as a tool for your business, what are you doing on there? Right. You know? Well, you're just scrolling. You're just scrolling. You're right. doom scrolling. Right. And especially right now, it's easy to doom scroll and Every, see all the, all the uh, doom and gloom. So yeah. I, I really... It's I learned right now. Yeah. And I learned a lot from, you know, Jim's business took off during the pandemic. Sure. That was a time when... He cleaned house. There was a lot of fear, right, right? at first. And that's when he really started to take he off. So, 
yeah, I'm, and I'm taking the same approach this time around. It's like, yeah, we're in I a think weird he, I market. think he doubled down. Yeah, he doubled down. So that's and, and it worked. Yeah, you know that's the key. Um, you know, if you don't double down in this market, I think you're going to lose, uh, even triple down. You uh, you really have to go all in. You do. and uh, and do everything. Use all your knowledge. Use your contacts that you have. You know, and and try to to stay positive. Yeah, I say that every day. And even days I crack, you got to stay positive you know and you, you have a wife at home you have a girlfriend or or a friend or whoever it is at home that can help you stay positive that helps too i think if you have a, a good support system that always helps yep you know it uh, does. to to you know make you keep going and, and not wake up that morning and say i just want to give up yeah it's you know? it's tough um, there's days where you know it hits you but yeah i think your uh your mindset is yeah. like the number one yeah. asset that you have if if you don't have your mind right it's tough to do anything else so so let's go through the the, the towns in the city right now right so i know where you guys are at obviously you're in a hot spot over there uh, yeah in that fish town uh northern liberty's feeling um yep uh yeah we're up in fish town right Fishtown. across from yep. rivers casino yeah, yep. yeah. I, I was there awesome place uh up and coming spot seems like new construction everywhere place everywhere is just exploding everywhere right yep. you can't even uh recognize it no, you can't. Uh, it's completely changed. But as a buyer, where where do you think I should go right now? Should I go to Fishtown? Like, you know, I ask this a lot, obviously, but this is a big one. You know, should I go to Fishtown? Should I? Uh, where else in the city do you think I should go right now that I should feel safe? Yeah. And, uh, and buy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it really depends on as a buyer what what you're looking for. You know, if you're hunting for deals, you want to go to these neighborhoods that have a lot of inventory that are sitting you know in, so, Philly. in philadelphia right which is so, the only place in the city that deals are actually sitting yeah are it's, in it's incredible because it's right. like if you, look you go at to the, the main lines forget it right totally different market and this is this has kind of been yeah the tale of two markets and right. i keep telling people because people who've looked in the burbs who are also considering the city don't understand the difference in the market. So they're they're used to going and seeing a property and there's five offers on it yeah. and they're getting beat out and they're getting tired. Um, I just put a, a couple of buyers under contract who they had looked in the burbs for a year. They decided to s stick around the city. They're getting a great deal. They're getting a great deal awesome. on the new construction home. Good. They're in getting Philly. A, in Philly, really nice really nice home uh parking they're getting a nice credit how so did it's you like, do that how did you sell somebody to come into the city it's amazing uh, so you know everybody right i mean everybody's coming to me saying oh let's get out of the city yeah what yeah i i think again it depends on what's important to you if uh you know if you some people feel like they need to go out of the city because maybe they have kids maybe they need the school district but you know if you're a younger single person or you're a couple you don't have kids yet and really you're just looking for more space or certain intangibles like there's there's a lot of value in the city and you can get a good deal you can get a good deal That's you the can main negotiate thing. the price right now you can you can get a seller concession right now easily right most of the time you can negotiate it's that a done deal for sure right you got a lot of medical people yeah right the hospitals Doctors, they're nurses. always drawing people into the city. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you're listening right now and you're a medical professional, you got to come into the city because you're going to get a good deal, right? Don't don't think uh, you speak to a realtor and they try to press you to go to the main line. 
right. because you know they I don't know what what their ulterior motives are sometimes, but I think if you get a good city realtor like Marco and you're coming into the city as a medical professional, you know, he's the guy to go see, and not only medical professional, any type of professional, because there are still good deals to be had in. And what what parts of the city do you think they should go? Fishtown. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've seen people right now can get deals pretty much wherever they're looking. There are some areas that are a little bit hotter and faster moving. Yeah. I I think the areas closer to the burbs, like you're still seeing a little bit of a faster pace movement in Maniunk and Roxborough. Right. Because um, you're still kind of out area. of the city. Right. Right. And people tend to like. I think COVID really changed what people are looking for, you know, like people want a little bit more room. Sure. They, cause they work from home now. Exactly. They want outdoor space. They, right. th- these are things right. that before the pandemic sometimes weren't as important. Are the, now you probably would know this, are the office buildings empty in the city right now? Uh, I would say they're, they're getting there. Right. Yeah. So they're still cleaning out. Yeah. There's, there's a lot less, um, demand for office space right now. We were talking about this place, right? awesome opportunity because yeah. it's like there's so many people who now opt to work from home but yeah. you know this space that we're in here yeah they can kind of choose yeah, if to you come don't in. know we're in a we work space here yeah. and uh you know this seems like the new age new future of business right yeah. that where people you know they come they they, they might not want to work home that day right so they'll come into a place like this and they'll work from here for the day and then the, another day they might work from home and they might go back but they're not forced to go into an office five days a week in center city exactly yeah yeah Yeah. so that's been a struggle i mean we're seeing uh buildings in the city that used to be office space get purchased for you know pennies on the dollar are you seeing a lot more rentals too just renting uh apartments or uh condos and stuff like that or uh, honestly i mean the rental market has been pretty slow too slow it's been slow really yeah see i wouldn't know that yeah yeah, I mean, so the- Because I would thought everybody was trying to rent because they couldn't find any inventory to buy. It's kind of what I thought. Yeah, but, you know, we- uh, so You learn something every week here. There's a lot a, of inventory coming online right period. now in the rental market as well. Yeah. You know, we uh, there was this mad dash. So going back to 2021- It's always uh, and And all these developers- went to get their permits to build before the abatement changed. If right. you remember right. the 10-year abatement. Yes. So all and that now, inventory is coming online. And now there's their state, they're, they're tons of units. Right. So and no one and plus the prices, I think, of the rental units are probably a little bit insane right now too. They were. And now they're starting they're to kind of level out. So you know, I live in South Philly, so I'm seeing a lot of houses sit in South Philly. They're not moving. Yeah. I mean through, right now days are market. Uh you know, even Packer Park, uh, you know, you go down Broad Street uh, in uh, Shunk and uh, Rittner and things like that. You're seeing houses sitting. You are. There's value out there. I mean, the days on market right now in the city is averaging around, I think it's like 55 days right now. On market. On market. Wow. So, you know, going from a market where it was things were bustling. moving, that's, right. you know, two months. Sellers yeah. are like, oh, what's going on? It's like, yeah. well, this is kind of the new normal. And honestly, right. I mean... That's not even a high days on market. If you go back to years ago, even before I was in the business, like, you know, a balanced market, days on market could be 120. Right. You know? That was so, a regular, that goes back to maybe 15 and 16. Yeah. 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 yeah where it before. was, 
It was a, you know, this, this market just feels weird. Like every agent that I talk to, and I know a lot of them, and I talk to a lot of them every day, they give me the same answer. I don't know if you're going to give me the same answer. Is it, just, is it weird right now? Is it just a weird market? Like that seems like the, the common uh, answer that I keep getting. Um, you know, what's, what is, you know, what's, what's your feeling on this market? Like, is it just, can you figure it out? Or, or are you going to be able to figure it out? Or, or you just go with the punches right now? I think you got to find motivation. There's motivated people in every market. Sure. So, you know, you, you have to go after motivation. There's, I've seen a lot of relo buyers. A lot of people are relocating for, okay. for work. Okay. Because those are people who they, they need a they job. Have no choice. Right. And right? they need they need a job and they need a place to live. People who are getting unfortunately, you know, divorced. Right. Listings I've seen come from divorced you know, that. listings are probably the highest I've seen ever. I've seen My a lot. Yeah. Right. My divorce deals that I'm doing is refinancing. Where if you don't know, we do a lot of refinancing where we we refinance the husband or the wife off. Off of the loan, off right? Off of the loan. Yeah. And the wife keeps the house or the husband keeps right. the house. And then the husband or the wife that leaves the house goes and buys another house where bring you guy into the mix because you guys then go out and, and show them a house. Right. Because if you really think about it, I mean, in this equation, if you're looking to sell a home, most likely the rate that you have on that home, if you have it financed, is very low yes. compared to what you're going to go out and now be able to purchase with. So right. like, right. There needs I try not to, be... to talk about that too much, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> I try to, I try yeah. to, you know, because it's such a bad thing right now. It is. That's all you hear. Oh, well, I got 3%. I don't want to go to 7%. Right. Oh, I got 2%. I don't want to go to 6%. But give me the lowdown. I mean, it, you know, it can make sense. It, it depends on your situation, but the motivation has to be there. There has to be a reason that right. that makes sense for you. Now, I How do, about I want to cash in on my house because I know I can still get a $50,000 bid over. That's what I was going to say is like the flip side of that coin is, yeah, if you're sitting on that rate, but you have a ton of equity. Take then, the money. Yeah, take the money and then go and find one of these deals that we're talking about where they can, you know, Negotiate. you can buy your rate down significantly oh, yeah. with a credit. Right. Which right people now. don't realize. Right. You so know, it's a buy down, right? Yeah. You could permanently buy it down. Correct. With the seller concession. Right. So you could be a point under where other people are saying that their rates are locked yeah. in at. Yeah. And that can make sense. I mean, if you're locked in at a three and a half or a 4% right now, and you can buy a rate down in this current market to. Or how about know, this? Six. You buy it, you, bu you could buy it even lower. Yeah. You know, you could buy them in the five. Five and a half, right? Or how about this? I'll keep my 2% rate. I'll rent out my current home and I still can go buy another home. And that's a great option. That's you know, because you're going to get a lot of rental income on a 2% rate. It's going to wash out that payment and, no matter and what. The other thing that is tough, you know, people don't really realize it's like I've heard a lot of buyers who say, well, you know, rates are high. I don't want to buy right now. It's a bit. It's like this is such a good time. There's so much value in the market right now if you're a buyer that you have that leverage. But when rates come down a point or a point and a half and all these buyers flood back crazy. in the market, sure. it's going to be a frenzy again. Yeah. And then we're going to be I back this at conversation square one. every day. So it's like, and I, have, I actually have realtors like yourself that are worried when that happens because what? it's always going to break loose and it's going to go crazy again yeah. and everything's going to go, there's going to be really no inventory. Right. In it. right. It's going to go back to, they like this market better. Some of them because it's more, 
you can more, navigate this market. It's a little bit more balanced, right? right, right. That that market is like, especially in Jersey, Ugh. you're like Jersey's. Yeah, you can take animal. out buyers and. Are you licensed in Jersey? Too? I am. I am not. That's but good. The team is. Yeah, I. I know my bread and butter. Right, right. I stick right. to it. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that. <laughs> no. I don't blame you. Yeah, because it's a. Whole, I do a lot of business in Jersey. I stick to what I know. And uh, that's just a different animal. Yeah, it you is. Uh, Twenty bids, thirty bids. Right. You know, fifty thousand over. Wave inspections. Wave appraisals. Do this. Do that. You know, give us your firstborn. Whatever. You know. It, seriously. I mean, yeah. really. It, it's you know, like blood, a whole different animal. You know, everything. You know, so I, I know the Jersey market. I, I've, I've been there, and uh, you're right. This is more level. I, I probably like this better. But when those rates come down, it's going to go crazy yeah, here too. For sure, yeah. it'll go crazy yeah. everywhere. Because I mean, it, yeah. there is a lot of pent up demand in this market. Yep. There, there are buyers who have been delaying their purchase at this point for a year and a half, just watching rates yep. continue to rise and. These buyers understand the market in the sense where when those rates do drop and they feel like the payment is more affordable for they're them, gonna jump they're going to jump in. It. Right, right. So. You know, I, I, I was on my way here. I got a phone. I wanted to bring this up, and I'm sure you know this, but I, uh, the, the borrower uh, wanted me to, was being referred by a, a realtor like yourself to do a pre-approval. I said that I'm on my way to do my uh, podcast. Yeah. I can't do that right now, right? And uh, But I go crazy like that. I, I, I want to do it on the spot. I was ready to tell the, the car, the Uber guy to pull over, and yeah. I got to do it right Just on the side it. of the street. But <laughs> I didn't do that. I'm here. Anyway, the point of the story is they said, well, I don't want you to run my credit. Don't run a hard, hard inquiry on my credit. Right. I want a soft inquiry, yep. right? You can't run a soft inquiry really to get a true pre-approval. Right. right? You yeah. know that. Yep. You got to have a hard inquiry. She said, well, I already had one done last week by another mortgage company. Right. I said, well, how many other people ran it? Just that guy. So the, the note that I want to tell everybody is you can run your credit as many times as you want in a 30-day period yep. if it's for a mortgage and it only counts as one increase. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's people huge. don't know that. They don't know, people don't that. know that. I told her that, and I'm not lying. It's the truth. You can run it as many times as you want in a 30-day period, yep. and they will not... Uh, it's it's only one ding. Yeah. You know, and that one ding can go all month. You could run up 10 companies for the pre-approval. That's the window you have to kind of go and right. and do that. Right. So yeah. Right. So, it's it's little so it's known a fact. Big one. It's a it's a little known fact that I wanted to throw out there. I'm sure you run into it all the time. You know, you get buyers, I'm sure. Uh you send them to your mortgage guy, I'm sure. They scrub them for you, right? They yeah. look through there to get all their paperwork up front. Yep. You know, I'm sure you try to deal with the trusted ones that you know. Sure. Right? You don't want to go to these overseas, or not overseas, out-of-town companies. Yeah, out-of-town, yeah. Right? You get, I mean, it's tough because, like, you always want the buyer to work with a local expert, someone that you trust, someone who knows what's going on. Because when you have someone who's servicing alone and they're in Ohio or, you know, yeah. wherever they've met, they've they're, maybe they're not familiar with the abatement. Maybe yep. they're not familiar with certain intricacies. It's good to have somebody local yeah. to tell you that. Just to understand those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's always definitely always uh, definitely interesting. So um, you're a realtor, right? So tell me one myth that you think is you know, and I'm sure there's many myths as you laugh because there's many myths as loan officers too. Yeah. But tell me one myth that is uh, it is a not uh, is a misconception. Misconception, I guess. right? That's more of the word yeah. of what a realtor really does or uh, for you. Yeah. Because I think right now you guys have to sell yourself even more than you've ever had to sell yourself 
the buyers because of what's going on with this commission thing, which I don't really yeah. want to get into because I know there's a lot of legal things and uh, you know, I probably will say something wrong that I don't even know what I'm talking about because <laughs> I don't really know half of that stuff, yeah. right? I just know I that, defer to my <laughs> broker on that let, let kind them, of Let stuff. them take yeah. care of that stuff. But what's one myth? What's one misconception that I think you sh people should know about a riddle? Yeah, um, so one myth um, <laughs> I would say is a lot of people who get into real estate are like, oh yeah, I want, you know, I want to set my own schedule. I want the flexibility. Right. It's like, right. I want to come and go as I please. Yeah, it's not really, right. it's not like that. Sure. You know, it's, uh, we know that people think that it you looks get pretty in, on the outside. Yeah, it looks pretty. You can kind of, and listen, there's, there's times where you can set your own schedule. You can take time out of a day to do certain things. But the fact of the matter is the first three years that I was in real estate, I worked easily 60, 70 hours a week, easily. Like, all day, every day. I worked every single weekend. Like open houses. Open houses, whatever, showing buyers, whatever. So it's not On the computer working, whatever. Right. Right. Yeah, it's not a business where you just get in and all of a sudden you have this flexible schedule and you can do whatever you want all day. It's like when you're going into business for yourself, you have to be even more regimented than you would have otherwise been if you had a job. Because if, I mean, if you have a job, you're kind of given a schedule by someone, but if you aren't given one and you need to be responsible for creating your own income. I don't think people understand. That. Yeah. It's, you need to be very right. They forget there's no salary. Right. There's nothing. Right. It's, At the end of the month, if you don't close anything, you don't get anything. Correct. Right. This is what I tell all the loan officers to get in. You're not getting paid. Right. You want to, you want to go and have ice cream at one o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. go have ice cream. Go do it. And then, and don't, yeah. expect, <laughs> don't expect, don't <laughs> expect whatever you want to do. Dude. Yeah. That's fine with me. I doesn't no sweat off my back. Right. Just don't ask me for a loan at the end of the month. Exactly. I'm not going to give you anything That's because right. uh, you didn't work. Yeah. Bring me into a daily routine, daily routine of a top producer like yourself. Right. What do we do when we wake up in the morning? Like we, we, we had just touched on what a realtor's, uh, misconception is yep. on the market and you know having your own free schedule and doing whatever you want whenever you want right <laughs> uh which is which is a great feeling if you can pull that off and still close deals correct uh you know then then you have you figured it out yeah but what is your typical routine yeah i haven't figured out how to not have a schedule yeah. and just close <laughs> millions of I don't, dollars I mean, of I mean, deals. It's, it's a tough, if someone it's, can tell me i'd i'd love you, to you, hear you'll, it, you'll but, sign up today yeah I know. um yeah, sure so my Daily schedule. I'm I'm a big like believer in kind of like master your morning. Okay. So I wake up around five. Good. Go dark to the gym. Outside. Yeah, dark out. Get my workout in right away, and then come back to the house. Usually, I I'll do some uh, meditating, some reading. Good. Kind of set my intentions for the day and the what day. I want to do. Right, right. And usually, um, I like to go into the office. Sometimes I'll work from home, but typically I'm uh, going into the office between 8 and 8.30. Early. Getting in there pretty early, yeah. And I'm I, sure not many people there at that time. No, I like to get in before the crowd. you start getting yeah, yeah. inundated with, right, right. you know, conversations and right, things like that. Right, because you don't want to... Well, you know what it is, is in an office, and I used to work in many offices, Yeah. Um, you know, you try to get your work done in the morning. Right. You know, you try to. Yeah. It's the know, big work. The, right. the big rocks. It's that, that eight you to ten get work because you know after ten o'clock once they start rolling in, exactly. everybody's just talking right. and it's a, it's a, it turns into a party. Right. You know. So, so. yeah, the the morning <laughs> is um, 
like the big things that I got to accomplish. So right. typically it's um, a lot of lead gen, okay. a lot of working on getting my listings sold. So yep. like reaching out to agents, reverse prospecting, things like that. So like the mornings for me is like income producing activities. Okay. Right. And then the afternoon is more so, it's still income producing, but it's like more appointments, okay. things like that. So you're out on the street. Out on the street more in the afternoons. Right. Correct. Yeah. Which yep. is good. Yeah. What time do you think you get done nowadays? Does it ever end or it, does it, you know? <laughs> so uh, I do try and shut it down between five and six for at least a couple hours while I'm home, dinner, things right. like that. Trying Usually fire back up. Right. Around. See, that's the toughest time for yeah. me. Like I'll be dead in the afternoon. Right. At like two, three. I mean, it's dead. Yep. Right. Then all of a sudden. You're getting hit with all the people who just went it's out five. and saw properties right. and now it's they five want to o'clock. Write. Yeah. Boom. Yep. Here they come, you know, or they were at work all day. Right. And they didn't want to talk. Yeah. Well, and now they want to talk. I right. mean, it's. I mean, that's the business. It's the business. You you work when people don't because right. that's when they can go see houses right. and write offers and do those things. Right. So it's the nature of it. You know, it's. Uh, you know, I try to shut it down. Listen, in my in my heyday. When I was a younger man, like where I'm sitting next to, uh, I I would be crazy in the mortgage business and work till ten or eleven oh, o'clock yeah. at night. Me too. You know, yeah. sometimes even later. Yeah. Like a yeah, like, like a maniac. Just, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Just boom, 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 boom. You know, after a while, that gets old. Yeah. Uh, you get burned. Uh, you lose some deals. You start to lose your steam on that. You right? also you also yeah. realize that there's not too many true emergencies in real You're right. estate. There's it's, there's a few. There are a few, but everybody makes it like it's a life or death exactly. emergency. It's and, not. You know, my wife reminds me every week that we're not performing surgery. Right. Okay. No one's dying on the table, yep. Alex. All right. They're, they're okay, fine. So there's problems with them buying the house. Your job is to figure it out. But it's not the end not of the world. Death. We're not going to be life or death. Yeah, it's the you truth. Know? And I mean, it is the truth. And that sometimes it puts it back into perspective like you just said. You have to. because you You'll let it run you then. Again, my first two, three years, it was like Everything's a fire. I'm always on, right? Yeah, but then yeah. it also, you create your own kind of chaos because if you're always on, then you start teaching your clients yeah. that they can just call you whenever. So it's like. Now I set more of a standard up yeah. front of when I'm available. Like, you know, they, they know when they can reach me and when I'm kind of You know what I say? I, might, I say get out of your own way. Yeah. You really got to sure. get out of your own way. You know, you're, the, you're the, your own biggest problem. Right. I half mean, the time. It's the half truth. the time. Yeah, probably the more than half the time. <laughs> more than half. Right. You're your own problem. Like, you yeah. just, you got to back off sometimes. You, you, you can't make something happen that's not going to happen. Yeah. You, you only control it. as much as you can control. Well, I, I think that's another, you know, thing that we're seeing in this market is like so many people are trying to force deals, force. The, it's like, really, you just got to go and find new yeah. opportunity. Right. You know, right. it's like, you know, it's funny you say that. And I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I don't think most realtors will admit that, you know, that they and even loan officers, you know, it's both sides. I mean, I'm not going to say we're any better. I mean, right. we're throwing stuff up against the wall too. That, yeah. You know, we're, we're on board with it. Sure. And, it, and because you have nothing else. Right. You have no other deals to put in. You have nothing else working because all you did is nurture this one deal that probably should have never been under contract to begin with. And now you're banking on it. Because you had a loan officer telling you, yeah, yeah, the deal was good when it really wasn't a good deal. Right. 
right? So the realtor listens to the loan officer because the loan officer pre-approves them. Watch out out there. You get some crazy letter from the loan officer says it's approved. The realtor goes and drives around for 16 days in a row. They finally get the person under contract. The thing explodes. The realtor continues to push it and push it and push it. <laughs> Right, it's because they, it's the only thing they got going. Because, like you said, they're not out there expanding. Right, and that's the thing is like if you're just banking on the one or two people that you're working with to pan out. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be desperate, right? So, a, being a desperate yeah. agent or a desperate loan officer is not a good position for you or your but client. No, no, right? No. So, and they sense that. Oh, they do. Yeah. They know. You can smell it from. Miles they know away. right away on the phone. <laughs> yeah. They don't even have to look you in the face. Yeah, they hear exactly. you on the phone. Yeah. And they, they know, know you're the only client that they, they know. <laughs> right. And then they control you. Right. Exactly. And that's how you get run ragged. Right. That's how you get run ragged. Right. So, so listen, I wanted to touch on uh, your videos. Yeah. Okay. This guy is, look him up. Okay. <laughs> I'm not lying now. All right. Go on Instagram, go on uh, Facebook uh, or, you know. TikTok, I'm sure he's got going too. I haven't even scoped the TikTok, but I'm sure you got that yeah, so somewhat going, or maybe it's yeah, it's all, everywhere. All the same stuff. Yeah. All I'm right. trying to try Yeah, to I mean this, this spread guy, a wide net. This guy is all over social media, right? He's doing the videos every day. Um, you know, so how important is that to your business right now? Uh have you gotten business off of it? Yeah. And uh, you know, what kind of content are you sticking with? Is it just showing listings or is it just in general? So my first like kind of um, dive into content was pretty early in real estate. I always was a big proponent of just like posting what I was doing on social media. Yeah. The first time I realized it was like paying off, I went back to a, it was like a college reunion thing. And it was a lot of people who had never really like commented or engaged with my stuff right, right. but everyone who came up to me was like oh you're in real estate i know you're right doing away. philly real estate and i was like oh this is good like this is a very good thing and so because they already saw your face right right and so my social media has never been like something that has driven a ton of leads that were like cold leads to my business but what it's done is it established me with my sphere and the people who are in my network as an expert, so they reach out to me. Okay, I so like it. That's kind of my take on social media. Now I have gotten cold business from it too. Good, and it's good, but most of it, like, is stuff that people know you. Yeah, maybe in your neighborhood or, or a friend, a past friend, or yep. uh, somebody you ran into in the you know a past colleague, maybe Correct. whatever. Yeah, right. I had people from high school who I that's hadn't I mean. spoken to in ten and plus they years, and they had said, "Hey." I want to buy a house in Philly. I think, you know, you're the your person. Stuff. Right. So that's what it really does. It, it supports your network. And you're comfortable in front of the video, which is not easy to be comfortable yeah. in front. This is not easy for me to do even No, tonight. it's not. And this is not an easy thing to do, right? You got to just kind of put yourself out there. It's, it is uncomfortable. I don't right. particularly like it. <laughs> like when I'm in these well, neighborhoods. You, you fooled us. Yeah. Tell you. When I'm in these neighborhoods yeah, so. and I'm, in front of some friggin' restaurant and people are walking by and I'm right, talking and about it and someone's yeah. filming. I yeah. feel awkward. Like, I'm sure. But you, but you, just, you block you that out? Yeah, yeah, you block it out. You just, just yeah, you just do it, you know. It's smooth, too. So there's no script, really. I mean, it's just a... I'm not a script guy. I'm right. a very, like, yeah, off the top kind of... Actually, I'll do worse with a script. Because yeah. once I start 
rehearsing something that yeah, it's then like you if forget you, it. You right, forget. Right. You, right. Miss so you just want to flow. Yeah. Just want to flow. Just go off the top. Um, he does a lot of, uh, you know, from what I saw, you're going to different neighborhoods. Yeah, like neighborhood the ones in Gerardo State that you did, which was really yeah. good. Interesting. Sharp. Yeah. Really, really <laughs> stuff that I didn't even know. Right. Um, you know, he did Passion of Cab, which was awesome. Yeah. Right? I think he did yeah. down there. Done yeah, a few. Yeah. It's a good yeah. video. Uh, you know, these are places that, you know, you know what it is? He tells you things about those neighborhoods that you probably don't know. Right. You know, and that's the beauty of it. It's not just, hey, look at 16 Smith Street for sale for 570000 You know, come and buy it. Anybody could do that. I mean, you could just point at the house and say, you want to buy this here? It's nice. Pe that's not what it's about. People don't want you to talk yeah. about real they estate in a sense. Them. Exactly. It's like, I'm not out, you know, we'll do listing walkthroughs and things like that. It's sure. good for. Yeah, we just show the list. You know, it's good, but. Yeah. People like to learn about the city. They like, like the best videos that I do are like about the new developments that are happening. People are interested in like what's coming to their neighborhood, yeah. you know? So new restaurants, new bars, new apartment buildings, grocery stores, like that's the information that I think people are finding value in. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of like starting to just, I'm, I'm early in the process with all this social media stuff. So yeah. it's like, I've doesn't been, look like it. I appreciate well, it. You're lying pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for like maybe three yeah, yeah. months consistently, cool. like videos every day. But now I I'm think starting it gets to easier. see. And I'm starting to see what's working and what's not. Right. So I can cut out the right. stuff that's right. not. Right. You see the engagement. Right. And exactly. Who, who liked it and who didn't like yep. it. Who's commenting and this, this is the kind of video that they want to see. Exactly. I think it's all trial and error. It is. It is. You know. Because there's some videos I put up and it's like, oh. Yeah, like, why did I, I wasn't do that? Good. Yeah. But that's the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think after video 100, then you're just, like, rolling. Yeah. You know, and, you, you know how to do it. There's um, there's people who have built really large businesses and brands for themselves just with the consistency of it. Yeah. So so when, when you're, uh, in your eyes, looking for a, a, a realtor, I guess social media, as far as videos and stuff like that, should be a big part of your uh reason to want to work with them right i mean not to say that realtors that don't do social media who don't do videos are not good i'm not putting them down because there's a lot of old school guys and uh you know veterans in this business that just are not comfortable on social media yeah. not, and they're good at what they yep. do right so maybe it's just not their forte but i think in this new age and the way this market is and the way the the, the buyers are you got to have this piece i think it's a good piece I, I don't think it's the end-all be-all. Like you said, I think there's agents who it's just not their cup of tea. They're not going to be doing videos. They're, They're not, not going to do and, it. And it's okay. And maybe they do something really well that I don't do, sure. right? So maybe right. like... Maybe they're just closing deals. Maybe they're just closing deals. They don't have time. Maybe I'm just out here running <laughs> maybe around. Maybe me and you are sitting yeah. on a couch exactly. right now. And they're in a <laughs> conference room back there closing a deal. Right. Laughing at us. Saying, right. look at those guys. Make a, make a video over there. Exactly. Yeah. So right. I, yeah. I don't think it's the end all be all. I think it's just another, you know, level of kind of uh, exposure yeah. that you're, yeah. you're getting. It's an asset. Right. You know? Right. All right, so we're going to move into uh, predictions for 2024. Predictions. Right? We're, okay. we're one month away. You know, this is the 30 days uh, until 2024. You know, what you do now dictates where we're going. I always went full steam in December of my whole career. Yeah. You know, I used to work Christmas week like an animal yep. when everybody else was off. Not that I went in the office. I could do it from home, but I still worked. Yeah, this know, is the time. This is the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
because this builds your pipeline because you're going to be sitting in February in the cold with right. no pipeline yeah. if you don't build it now. Because what you do now is 60 days from now. We've been preaching this to our so team because that's it's it. like, that's it. if you miss this time, and that's why so many agents start their year off on the wrong foot yeah. is because they take off. You don't off, start January 2nd. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll take off from you know Thanksgiving to basically you know, January, January 1st, 2nd, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then it's like, oh, why didn't I close any deals in January and February? It's because yeah. you didn't do anything. You can't start that. Right. You're not going to have deals fall in your lap January 2nd, and then all of a sudden, let's close January 30th. It's not how it you works. You might fall into something, you know, out of nowhere, but right. that doesn't work like that. Yeah. So, you I know? mean, that's the... Uh, you got to go full steam in December. Thing, for sure. Nobody's working, yep. right? Last week, so... So what's your predictions as we head into 2024? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen this year? Is it going to be a better year? Is it going to be the same type of year? Is it going to be a worse year? It is. I be, think it's truthful. Yeah, I think it's going to be probably about the same. The same. If, if I okay. had to guess, maybe maybe slightly better. I think there's going to be some relief maybe on the interest rates slightly. Or they're going to just hopefully kind of hover where they're at. I think... More so than them coming down, we just really need like stability. With right. Them. So not eight percent one day, six percent the next day, exactly seven percent the next day. Which so has been, yeah, that's kind of how it's been. I think the stability will help a lot. Now we're going into an election year. Who knows know. what kind of wacky right stuff? It's gonna get crazy. It, it's gonna get wacky. So especially in summertime, right. As we get closer. So it's like yeah, it's hard for me to predict. I could see a situation I, you know, where they try and cut the rates towards that time to make things feel like I maybe they're a little a bit times. better than they are. Things get rosy. Right. So Every, everything looked great. Yeah. You know, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be similar in the will setting agents, of, so will agents start to get back into the business? Then? I don't think so. So you think now that they exited this hundred thousand since January, which is a huge number and that's not lying. We're talking about renewals and people that got out. They did a, a, a yeah. That's truly what got out. So the renewal date, I think, is actually, you have to renew your license next year, and I, I believe May or June in PA. So we're expecting a lot of people to just not renew not their even license. Renew. And not even renew. I don't think it's a situation where, I don't think things will pick up fast enough for people to be like, to oh, I got to get back in. It's yeah. going to be like a little bit of a slower progression where the they're not going to want to deal with it, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So agents don't get back in, which is more business for us. Yeah. Right? <laughs> which I hate to say. No, you know, it's, it's I don't, not I don't, a I don't, hate to you know, say. I mean, that's, I, mean, uh, you I know, think it's a good thing. It is a you good thing. More, the more competent people are going to be taking a larger right. share of right. business, which right. is a good thing for, honestly, the and consumer. And I think you'll see the inventory go up, right? Somewhat. Yeah, I think so. I mean, in um, as far as, like, the burbs? You think the burbs? Yeah, yeah. I think it'll go up. Okay, I think it'll go. Up. I mean, I, I could see that, and I think that it's already it's been go, it's been creeping up. In Philly, right, because we I have enough. You know, if, there's Philly, enough. You got too yeah, much right now. There's enough inventory. You know, fifty five days on the market is something I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't know where it's that. At. Wow. Yeah. All right, so we go into the same type of year, which is, which is good. You know, it's not down, right? People kept saying to me, "Well, they think it's even going to be worse next year." I don't think how we could get much worse than what we've just went through. Um, we went through pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we should wait and see. Uh, if, as far as buyers coming into the market, you know, should they rent or buy right now, I, I guess is. It's a very personal 
thing. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on your situation. Like if you're looking in the city, again, there's deals out there. So I've been telling, I've been hitting up people who are on the sidelines. I'm like, listen, like I, yeah. these are the deals I'm seeing if you're interested. Now, I don't think it's in everyone's best interest to buy real estate. In fact, I think there's some people who should probably never buy real estate. Right. But for the most part, I think if you want to build that long-term equity and wealth, I think this is actually a very good time to buy because okay. you're going to buy something at a discount. I like that. Right. And you get it at a cheap price. If the rates come down, you you're going to refi anyway. If not, then you, <laughs> you locked in, I guess, when rates were lower than they're going to be if they don't come down. Sure. So, right. You know. I think all these people that are got the 7% and 8%, they think it's gloom and doom because it's the end of the world. It's Seven a, and 8% is an average rate. It's an average rate and they will come down. Yep. It's not, listen, it's not if they'll come down, it's when they'll come down yep. because they will. I, I think know. so. But, you know, over like historically, that 7% range is very reasonable. I think it's That's, a good rate. It's a good rate. The problem is, is that the the, the cost of living and the, the salaries have not uh, kept, up. kept up with those rates. I agree. Right. And, and that's where it's difficult because when that's you look at the monthly payment on these homes at a 7%, I mean, when we were selling $300,000 homes to first-time home buyers and rates were 3%, great monthly. Now it's like that... $300,000 at 7% looks a lot different on the monthly. I mean, the, the monthly payment, and I said this in one of the shows before, but the monthly payment on a, on a $300,000 house uh, used to be $1,500 a month. $1,500. Because $1,500 a month was the... That entry point. Yes. Yeah, it was that Like, nice, everybody wants to be $1,500 yeah. a month, right? I mean, that, $1, my first a month, home, a that's like right, that was that, the number, right where right? I was. Now it's twenty five. Right. And that's a big difference that's when huge. there's no difference in the amount of no, money that people are making. And the house isn't as nice now. It's not. These houses are not in good shape, you know, and, for 300000 You know, you got to put that in perspective for your sellers, too, because I have sellers who are looking at it like, oh, you know, I bought this years ago. It should be worth X, Y, and Z. And yeah. I show them what the mortgage is on. And they're like, oh, really? That's what the mortgage is right now? I'm like, yeah, it's. It's like yeah, double they can't understand what, it. what you yeah, they don't even it. want to know. Right. Well, that's what it is. You get all these old pre-approvals that I pre-approved people last year that come back now into the market when yeah, they see like, it. That's different. Totally different. They're like, what? Yeah. Plus, they don't qualify now. Yeah. Because they only qualified for a $1,500 a month payment. Right. Now that so the now payment's it's 25, you don't, you it's like you're not even in the conversation. Yeah. This guy knows his stuff. Let me tell you. I mean, you I, know your <laughs> stuff too. <laughs> I mean, this guy knows his stuff. This is, this is the per type of person that you got to come to when you when you uh, come into the market. You need somebody who's knowledgeable, right? Uh, you have your finger on the pulse of what's going on on the street. So you're not some office guy that just sits in the office like you said and comes in at ten thirty, nope. plays around with the with the girls, or looks at the uh, you know. <laughs> Did I just say that? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> right, you're not, you're not, you're not chasing around people and then doing all this stuff, whatever extracurricular activities, and and then, you know you're you're doing your job, yeah. right? You're coming in, and this is the kind of guy that you 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 really want to see uh, go forward. If, if you're the, the qualities he possesses is, is the kind of realtor that you want. I, I think as we go into 2024, you know my my biggest prediction is that if you stick with a local realtor and a local lender like yep. myself you're going to see the difference versus going online 
for going with someone that you don't know. Absolutely. You know? Um, I, I think it's just as important on the mortgage side, if not and more. And the Keller important. Williams name getting bigger and bigger, right? It is. Yeah. It's, it's like, I think that's the half your cell right now. The name is so big too. It's a big name. You know, it's, it's interesting because it's like all the brokerages are independently owned and operated. Yeah. So I think even so, you can't just go off of the name. You can't just say, oh, it's, it's a Keller Williams agent. I'm going to have a right. great experience. Right. You know, like the way one office can run is very different, different from, from how mine is. Because they're all individually owned. Right. So you still have to really know that, you know, you're vetting that person and understanding, like, are they operating at a high level in the area that you want to either buy or sell in? Yeah. Same, same on the mortgage side. Are they operating at a high level in the area that you want to buy true. or sell in? It's true. And you you interview every new agent that comes into Keller Williams, I'm sure, on Jim's team. On our team, team yeah. We're, you, our you team, would. we have like a, a little bit of a higher barrier to entry, I would say. Than Is it you and Jim just mentally beating this person up to the, can you take it? Like, <laughs> you put him in a corner. It's like, just put, it's him, like, put him through the ringer. <laughs> No, I mean it's really just it's a, like it's survive a initiation, fit. and it, you will it, you will be part of this team. All right, it's that's a, it. It's yeah. a culture fit. It's really it's it's a uh, it's a feeling of understanding that this person you know has the same values. That, yeah, you know you, you don't necessarily need to be, um, you know, an experienced agent or a top producer to come and join the team. It's you just have to align with the values that we have. Right. You know, which is not easy. It's not. Yeah, you know, Keller Williams, they take on a lot of agents just to get a person with a license, it feels like sometimes. I mean, they think of yeah. 500 agents in it's, one office. Correct. It's, it's um, you run into a situation where they are being paid based on the agent count, right? I see. Right. So they so don't just anybody bring them on. Right. right. Whether they do business, they don't do business. Right. They have a name, they don't have a name, whatever. Yeah. Right. So. Um, well, listen, I want to thank you for coming on. Thanks, Alex. This guy's good. I appreciate you having right. me. Oh, please. Yeah, thank Come you. Come back. I would right. love to. <laughs> We're going to go to your office, though, again. All right. Because right? it was fun good. over there. Yeah, we'll do the lounge right. upstairs. We'll do the lounge upstairs, yeah. right? We'll have some beers. We'll hang out, right? Go to the and casino after. Go to the casino, which is right across the street. <laughs> you got to see this guy's office. It's no joke. You know, it's, and they even got free parking over there, yeah. right? Just where I parked when I went there. So, yeah. So don't say that too loud. We yeah, don't I won't. Pick up on it. We'll cut that part out, right? But I, I, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Alex. And, I appreciate uh, it. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, tune in Wednesday, 9 a.m., right? Every week. Uh, you know, check this episode out. Uh, we got Tori Schroff uh, from the Schroff Room coming up next week. Uh, so check him out. I'll have some more information on him on my website coming up. And uh, enjoy your night.